Today in Business from Wired. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Shopping for a great gift for the guys in your life is hard. Mack Weldon has you covered. From their perfect-fitting underwear and socks with real silver woven into the fabric to keep him cool and fresh all day, to their amazing ace sweatpants that look so good he can wear them to the office, a gift from Mack Weldon will have him looking and feeling his best. This year, gift-giving for the guys in your life just got solved. Get 20% off your first order at MacWeldon.com, promo code WIRED. That's 20% off at MacWeldon.com, promo code WIRED. Hey, Congress, how's that privacy bill coming along? As the year winds down without any federal online privacy law to show for it, Senate Democrats introduce new legislation and a set of privacy principles. By Matt Laszlo. After months of stalled bipartisan negotiations over how the federal government should protect consumers' private data, Senate Democrats decided to go it alone this month. On Tuesday, Senator Maria Cantwell, Democrat of Washington, introduced the Consumer Online Privacy Rights Act, or COPRA, which would set up a sort of privacy bill of rights for Americans while providing some stronger mechanisms of enforcement. The bill follows last week's unveiling by Democratic leaders, including Cantwell, of a new set of privacy principles they say should form the foundation for any privacy or data security legislation that comes out of Congress. These principles focus on establishing guardrails and accountability for businesses while also protecting consumers and competition. And some key Republicans don't consider that a helpful move. The Democrats' framework envisions a data privacy bill that would finally put constraints on Silicon Valley firms, like limiting the amount of data companies can collect from users or requiring tech companies to audit their algorithms for discrimination and also give average consumers the power to sue firms that play fast and loose with their data. Cantwell's bill is the first attempt at turning those philosophies into law, but it likely won't be the last. Other Democrats are growing impatient with what many see as tech firms running wild. I know from having fought for stronger privacy protection over decades, federal action is woefully overdue and urgently necessary now, Senator Richard Blumenthal, Democrat of Connecticut, said in a statement announcing the principles. I will continue to work for bipartisan federal action because Americans absolutely want stronger privacy protection. The privacy framework was spearheaded by the top Democrats on the four powerful committees with jurisdiction over the issue. Besides Cantwell, who is the ranking member of the Commerce Committee, the group includes the Judiciary Committee's Dianne Feinstein, Democrat of California, 
the Banking Committee's Sherrod Brown, Democrat of Ohio, and the top Democrat on the Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee, Patty Murray, Democrat of Washington. Pressure has grown on lawmakers to do something about consumer privacy after years of revelations about the collection and use of personal data by the country's biggest companies, from Facebook's Cambridge Analytica scandal to more recent reports about who listens in on voice assistant recordings for Google, Amazon, and Apple. There's also plenty of concern about location tracking, facial recognition, wearables. The list goes on. So far, Europe has moved far more aggressively to regulate tech on these issues, although how effective laws like the GDPR have been is still debated. In the absence of action from Congress, some states have moved to fill in the legislative gaps, most notably in California, where the state's historic Privacy Act is set to take effect on January 1st and has been fiercely opposed by industry groups. Republicans have been calling for a uniform federal law that would supersede states' privacy laws, an idea Democrats oppose. And most in the GOP aren't on board with Democrats' desire to let consumers use the courts as a blunt object against tech firms, causing many to reject the Democrats' outline out of hand. Republican senators say they wish their Democratic counterparts were more focused on working behind the scenes on the bipartisan talks that now seem to have stalled. Some of the things that they're talking about will be difficult to reconcile with where Republicans are headed, Senate Majority Whip John Thune, Republican of South Dakota, told reporters at the Capitol. I'm not sure what the point is to issue a statement of principles when there's been a ton of work put into a piece of legislation. Next Wednesday, the Commerce Committee will hold a much-anticipated hearing on privacy. While the hearing is seen as a positive step by many, some Democrats say the GOP shouldn't get a pat on the back just for doing their most basic duty. That sentiment helps explain, in part, why they dropped their own blueprint. If there's going to be a hearing but no bipartisan agreement, then it's important for both parties to clarify their positions to see exactly how close or far we are from each other, Senator Brian Schatz, Democrat of Hawaii, told Wired. Sometimes this is a precursor to a deal, and sometimes it's a precursor to it all falling apart, and I guess we'll have to find out which one this is. Privacy isn't the only topic of discussion on the Hill when it comes to the tech sector. Over on the Senate Judiciary Committee, bipartisan talks are advancing on a proposal to revamp Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which broadly shields tech firms from being liable for the content people post on their platforms. Blumenthal is working with Judiciary Chair Lindsey Graham, Republican of South Carolina, on a bill aimed at protecting children that they hope to introduce next year. While the effort faces an uphill climb, children are a top priority for members across the ideological divide, even in today's hyperpartisan climate. Graham says his aim is to force tech companies to demonstrate that they're using best business practices when it comes to protecting children from sexual predators and exploitation to get your 230 protections. Trust is waning on Capitol Hill when it comes to Silicon Valley. We're just not going to give it to you anymore. You have to earn it, Graham told reporters at the Capitol. If Graham and Blumenthal's legislation were to advance, it could become the vehicle for other privacy provisions, which many lawmakers are eager to see happen sooner than later. I hope that we'll get to the business here of actually passing some stuff, Senator Josh Hawley, Republican of Missouri, told Wired. I mean, that's pretty actually non-controversial. I know they're controversial with big tech, but they're really not controversial in this building. Hawley says he's still studying Democrats' new privacy framework, and unlike other Republicans, he welcomes their latest effort to highlight the necessity of enacting a federal privacy standard. 
I think them laying out principles is, you know, good and helpful, and I think it shows that they're taking it seriously as a caucus, Holly said. I'm glad that they're engaged on it, and I hope that it will move the ball forward and show that there really is bipartisan interest here. I mean, there's a lot of room for us to agree. Unlike most issues in Washington these days, the privacy policy debate doesn't fall into routine hyperpartisan divisions. While taking swipes at Silicon Valley scores easy political points these days, putting a finger in the eye of big tech is one thing. Actually getting something done is different. Which is also why the issue has stalled for so long, unaddressed by Democrat and Republican leaders alike. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.